Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We're back, we're back, we're back. Episode 4. Episode 4. Episode 4, Series 2. I love it. I love it. I'm really enjoying it. We're a month deep in, in, in the podcast and that, that feels good, man. Yeah, it really does. It's such like, say if we do two or three a week, it's something to look forward to, and it? Completely yeah. switch off. Like, yeah. I love it. And this one especially, because... And it's the only reason I get a shower, really, I think. <laughs> oh, I've got to do a podcast. Better get a shower. I'm just... you know what I mean? better, better sort my stuff out here. But, um, no, it's great. I'm loving it. And, and especially this one, again, because this is, this is like uh, a new friend of yours. Um, I yeah. met once, I think, when we were yeah, out. We, we went out, didn't we? You've been you've been working with her for a long time, so I guess it was a nice catch up for you as well. Yeah, it really was. It was great. I mean, when I when I got sent the script for this, um, it's for, for a new Sky One series called Intergalactic, which is a ten one hour episode Sky One series um, that I was very fortunate enough to to be part of for the last eight months of my life. Um, and when I saw Eleanor Tomlinson was doing it, when it, you know, when it says talent attached. There's so many great people, but I, I mean, Eleanor was, was, was one for me that I was like, oh, buzzing. I'm really excited to work with her. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, <laughs> she, she's on the podcast. I, I genuinely mean it because um, we've got a lot of mutual friends. I know Georgia Groom, um, who she obviously worked with on um, Angus Fong's Imperfect Snogging. I've known her for a long time. So we've got, a, a, you know, a, a few few mutual friends. But um, yeah, she's so cool, mate. She's so cool. Yeah. Um, and and. Yeah. and- and you know, particularly for you, this was a sore subject, right? Nando's, yeah. How did I mean, mean I, I feel like our relationship, mine and Eleanor's, has sort of like thistled out a little bit. It's not the same as it was since the podcast. I love that. Two seconds ago, oh, she's great, she's amazing. Yeah, but then I remember she like fucking Nando's love. Hey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and she did one of her nomination things to me the other night. On um, it was on. Oh, yeah. It was on Wednesday night. Now them down a drink nominations. Oh yeah. You know what people are doing? She nominated me for that at eleven o'clock at night on a Wednesday, and I wasn't drinking, so I was like, "Oh God, all right then, I'll do it." <laughs> I started to drink on a Wednesday at eleven what, o'clock at night. Did you take a off? Uh, it was a pint of Budweiser. Nice. But then after I'd done that, I was like, oh, "I'll have another beer now." So I started my drinking session at eleven o'clock at night. So but, for that, the, enough, it's not. There is. I think we say this in the in the podcast coming up. There is no time anymore. There is no days anymore. It's Was it just you that shared that thing on Facebook that said we're not going to be calling them days anymore. We're going to be calling them this day and that day. Was it you that? Yeah. Was it yeah. you? Yeah, this day, different. that day, some other day. Like today, 
I don't know what day it is. I don't really care what day it is. It's just another day, you know. Every and day feels like a Sunday at the minute, doesn't it? Exactly, exactly. And um, I think it is actually Sunday today. And it is Sunday today, yeah. Pardon yeah. this. Um, but yeah, again, you know, lovely chat with Eleanor. Um, the subject, you know, again, I, I, I love the Nando's, but I kind of get where she's coming from, I guess. You're a dickhead, mate. <laughs> Um, simple as that. It's as simple as that. It's not just wait, chicken. I don't trust people who say it's just chicken because, you know, well, like we say in the podcast, there's an absolutely no way that you can create that at your home. There's no, there's no way. You won't even be able to make the mash the way they make their mash or the rice the way they make their rice. You're absolutely wrong. It's not just chicken and it's not just rice. It's Nando's rice and it's Nando's chicken. Right. Sorry before, to all the vegetarians. I'm sorry. Before Tomo busts a vein in his head, let's put the interview on. Uh, the chat. Why don't you say interview? Let's put the chat on. <laughs> Eleanor Tomlinson. Ready when you are. Again, episode whatever. whatever. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know what day it is, mate. Never mind what episode it is. It's mental, isn't it? But we're uh, we're on episode. I'm gonna say like thirty or something like that. Something. Well, something. Yeah. But we've um we've got a good friend <laughs> of mine. We've had a lot of mutual friends over a long time, haven't we, Al? Uh, yeah, we have. We, we finally have. we we working together um, this year on a series called Intergalactic, which um, I, I really enjoyed. I bet I loved yeah, it. I, I loved it. It's funny, I was um, reminiscing about it the other day and I actually really miss you lot. It was it was a really good group of, like, cool, very different people. I don't think... So, yeah, I don't think we'll, we'll probably never work together again unless it goes to a second series. Which yeah. Which, well, after this. It, it, was, it was the longest job I've ever done. Is it the longest job you've ever done? Yeah, one of them, seven months, yeah. That's yeah. a long time, isn't it? That was six months each. So, yeah, yeah. so it's it's long, yeah, really long. But it's mad because it's just, it's one of those things, you know, you move, I hadn't really spent any time in Manchester. You move up to Manchester and you live with people that you didn't know before for seven months and then you don't see them afterwards. It's so it's such a weird way of living your life, isn't it? It's the strangest thing about being an actor, I find, isn't it? Because yeah. you become so, such good friends. And like you're living in each other's pockets and you're going out and you, you know, you just, you're spending a lot of time together and then all of a sudden it's like, just goes nothing. Like, yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's really yeah, weird. It's, it's weird, but it's like, like, that was literally what I was just about to say. Like, because Manchester, have you done much filming in Manchester before, Elle? None. None. Never. No, been nothing. Before? I've been a few times. Yeah. Like, Yorkshire Teller used to be based up there, didn't it? So I used to go for auditions yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Was it Grenada? Yeah, Granada. Well, yeah, ITV Granada was here, yeah, 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 years ago, I think, yeah. It's a yeah. great city, though, obviously, yeah. it's where you're from, isn't it, and it's, uh, it's a good city. Yeah, 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 oh, can I you not tell? I bet you never guess where Eleanor's from, Andy. You London. Ne- when she told me, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I never where, where are you actually from, Eleanor? I'm from Beverly, near Hull. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Beverly oh, from Beverly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh right, okay, okay. You did you move to London when you was young, Al? Because your 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 mum's an actor, isn't she? Mum Is, and dad. Your mum yeah. and both actors. Mum's a mum's a comedian and a singer. Dad's an actor and a horse racing commentator. Yeah. And my brother's oh, an wow. actor. Oh wow. So yeah, we're all in it. But yeah, so I was born in London and then moved up north there because they wanted to bring us up in the country with their family. So yeah, so I've been in. I was in Beverly for like eighteen years. It's really oh, funny. No. Say if you have a bit of a drink or like when we're on set, you, you'll whip out the accent and it's like, <laughs> it doesn't suit you. It really, really doesn't suit you. I was because I, I know you so well with your accent. Yeah. Pull it out, it's like, oh. Well, it's mad that we didn't really come across each other before we did as well, because you're in Grimsby, aren't you? So it's yeah, not really Beverly, like Grimsby, you're only what? Yeah. Half hour, 40 minutes away? Yeah, yeah it's not too far, is it? Yeah, would, would Scunny be your like seaside destination when you was a kid? Scun- yeah, probably. Cleethorpes, like is Bridge. it? Sorry. Bridlington. Yeah. Say that again, Al. Sorry. Probably more like Bridlington. Have they got a beach there? I've never been there. I don't think. Yeah, well, it's Fraysthorpe Beach is right just outside of Bridlington, isn't it? So. So I've never been there up that way. Like, but maybe yeah. up in Skegness and all them sort of things. I did a lot of that when I was a kid. Yeah. Skegness. Yeah. 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 It's one place I've never done a night out before, but apparently it's quite good. Is it? Really? Is there yeah, a pop apparently. World there, Sorry? Is there a pop world? Pop I don't world. Know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> obsession. She set herself this challenge to travel around the country and visit every pop world in the in in the country, and it's nice. one of the first things we did when we first met on. Um, on intergalactic i think we both we was just talking about nights out and we were, i was talking about flares and reflex that we used to have in cleefops and we were saying it's like an old 80s bar club mm. and Ellen mentioned pop world and yeah. how many of them have you done Al? is that is that the night that i was out with you then that we because we ended up in pop world yeah, that- yeah yeah that's one of them yeah so I think ah, right. done about i think i've done about three or four now did we did one with you in birmingham as well didn't we? yeah we went to the one in um is it in broad street yeah. Yeah, that was a good night. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, Pop World's are always good fun, though. I like the atmosphere in Pop World, because the music's I, like... Yeah. I always... I always begrudge going in, because, like, my missus loves it, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going... I'm not going Pop World. No. Grow up. But as soon as I'm in there, I'm like, S oh, Club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's... I it's just it. good music. It's good enjoy like, fun music, isn't it? It's not like... You go to some places, like a lot of the time, the music can be quite like I don't know, it's just you can get quite high music, can't you? Yeah, and I like I like the kind of music personally that normally the clubs that you go to that play it are quite pretentious. Like I like hip hop and stuff, so if you go to kind of clubs that play it, everyone's kind of stood around looking cool, and I don't like that. Big with sparklers and stuff. Exactly, where Pop World, everyone's just dancing and having fun, so you kind of like fuck it, I'm gonna do the same. Yeah, this is good. I'm really Tomo, cheap. you're the worst because you just blooming. You suddenly decide you've had enough, and that's it. You're like, right, I'm going home, and you just leave. Yeah, I'm you don't like, yeah. Just Irish. I do. I literally <laughs> just get to the point where I just go, whoosh, done. Yeah. And I, I look, I'm the same. I look at Charlotte. I go, come off. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's not him saying. It's not him not saying goodbye. It's Charlotte not letting you lot see the state of him. Like, come on, Tomo, uh, you're coming home. Yeah. Yeah, it was really funny that as at that, that that night we was all out in Manchester. Um, we was all steaming, and I and I went outside, and Charlotte wanted to go home. I was like, I'm not going home. Fucking staying out. <laughs> she was like, Come on, I went, ah, fuck this. And she was with my mate Jack. Um, and I said, and I said, you two go out, fucking make sure she gets home all right. 
and I went and stumbled into the club next door, which is an R&B place. And Charlotte sort of stood there and went to Jack. She went, give it two minutes, two minutes. And <laughs> we paid to get in, got in and I thought, fuck this. <laughs> then went back out. I love that. I love Charlotte. She's hilarious. She, yeah, yeah. She's good fun when she's had a drink. She's an oh, animal. Yeah. She is. She's yeah. what? She's an animal. She's an animal. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Kendall calling Andy when she was just charging at everyone. Yeah, oh, man. God. Yeah, she just runs at people like her own, like one person mosh pit. Yeah. Like, literally just takes you out. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, like the That's my girl. But anyway, <laughs> we're, um, we're not here to talk about Charlotte and her drunken antics. Um, <laughs> although, although she started listening to the podcast now, so she'll love this. <laughs> We've been doing it for ages now, and she's not listening to any. She's listening to Martin Comstons now downstairs, and she listens to Victor. But again, with the YouTube thing, like she she prefers it with with the YouTube thing. It just and just gives people a bit more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. More to yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of just listening. But um, yeah, we with every guest we get them to come on with a subject. And when you told me yours, your first one, it, it pissed me off. A bit like Martin's. Yeah. I can yeah. imagine you were yeah. fuming. Are you ready? Are you ready? Nando's. It's bollocks. It's <laughs> Chicken and chips overpriced. It is crap. I hate it. I hate it. I hate the whole system as well. You go in and then you have to go up to the bar to order. It's just stressful. Yeah, I remember you saying that. I think we we, we was going to go one time and you went, it's funny how they walk you in and sit you down, but then make you go up to the bar. Yeah. Food. yeah. And it's basically just chicken and chips and it's expensive. It's yeah. not chicken it is not just chicken if you can write if, if when this is all said and done we said about <laughs> come down with me didn't we we said we'll yeah. come, come up to you you'll come here when when it's your turn then if you can make me something that tastes like nando's if you can cook it in the way that it tastes in nando's yeah. i'll be pressed all right yeah challenge accepted <laughs> <laughs> well I mean, all you need is all you need is the sauces and like a, a barbecue because it's, yeah. it's just cooked on like a charcoal pit, isn't it, really? Yeah. Well, you both I mean, sound just, really confident. So if you I mean, can... it is just chicken tea, it's just marinated chicken. Like, oh, it's nice. I like it. That's the thing. It's a restaurant that just does chicken. Yeah, what, but what, that's what, not what a bad thing. It? Why is it? Why is it so laddy? Why is it that so many lads love it? Why I think... is it? Because I think it's more of a lad restaurant than a girl restaurant. I think it's. No, I think you're right. I think it's maybe something to do with. I'm weird like this and look well into stuff. Maybe it's something to do with like the fact that you're like eating off the bones. Do you know what I mean? It's quite like macho. Do you know what I mean? Cavemen. Cavemen, yeah, kind of (laughs) machoistic bullshit. Didn't you go like three times in one day, Tom, like when we were in Manchester? Well, me and and Ollie Cooper Smith. um, Yeah who's going to come, he's going to do an episode of this soon. Um, we met when, when we, I, I first met Ollie when we was doing Intergalactic and um, we met in the gym. Uh, and then we both said, we, after we'd done our workout, we turned around and said, oh, fuck, I'm starving. I could just eat summer. And we had to go to rehearsals in an hour. And we was like, I said to him, I was like, it's fancy Nando's, you like Nando's? He was like, and then from then, me and, me and Ollie, I reckon we used to do, it was even Wagamamas on Nando's that we, we uh, that's all we see, ate. That, that's maybe the thing as well. Um, is you can kind of like it's protein in it, so lads who go to the gym, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not like McDonald's which is going to pile the pounds on, it's gonna 
It's going to pile the muscle on, I guess, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I'm not a, a dietitian at all, as you can tell. You have, really? No, what, what would you have, El, if you went to Nando's? Chicken and chips is all I do. No, <laughs> no I like I like the, uh, the peas mm, and the rice. The peas and the rice is rice, is good. good garlic bread. I guess the menu is a bit like, but the burgers are good, El. You like? Yeah, a- yeah. Oh, all right. I like I like I love a southern fried chicken burger. But do they fry the chicken or do they just char grill it? I don't think it's southern fried, is it? No, uh, it's just grilled, isn't it? <laughs> do you like KFC then? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Because yeah. that's just a restaurant that does just chicken. Yeah, but with that... Which is like, your argument. <laughs> yeah, 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 fair. But that's like that's like dirty takeout. That's like hangover or like 3am food. Yeah. Nando's yeah. is like a sit-down job. <clears throat> so if yeah, someone takes you out on a date... Yeah. Say I said to you, right, let's go out on a date and... Um, I'll take my wedding ring off for this one. Um, (laughs) Charlotte listens to this now. (laughs) I said to you, let's go on a date. And you was like, okay. And I said to you, where do you want to go? And you was like, surprise me. And I took you to Nando. (laughs) Would there be a second date? No. 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 It's not a good date tackle, is it, Nando's? It's a cheap cheap date, isn't it? But it is quite popular for dates as well, though. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I'd go on a a date to Nando's personally. What on a, like on a, on a first date? So if you like, so if me and Charlotte, when Charlotte travels up to Manchester to see me or wherever it is that I'm working, she'll always go. Should we get Nando's? Yeah, that's different. You're married. You, you won't fight yeah. in front of her on a first date, would you? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them, <laughs> probably. <laughs> What, sorry, we're going with the tone, Eleanor. Sorry. No. <laughs> what would be your ideal, for both of you, what would be an ideal first date restaurant? Eleanor, you go first. Oh, God. You know, I do a Wagamama. I love Wagamama. You do Wagamama? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wagamama's not very, I mean, I guess it's a first date, so you don't want to be too intimate. But yeah, Wagamama's, you like it. sat on the tables with everyone, aren't you? That's the yeah. only thing that I it's quite quick though, so if it's not going well, yeah, you can just get you can out. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. I like where you read that there. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that you think about it going wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I can get out. Always looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> because if you go to like, yeah, if you went, if you go to somewhere, I don't know, fancy like, where that that place that we went to in Manchester, that twenty stories was good, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that was nice. Sunday roast, that was amazing. That was really good. But you you find that you 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 can be sat there for a good hour hour and a half and if you're on a date yeah. like you said that it's not going well you'd be like Ooh. yeah yeah it's better to go there with your mates or or on a date with someone you've been on like a few dates with already and you want to do something a bit more special that's nicer I mean, yeah i'd say waggers is probably first date yeah it's good food yeah. And the- yeah i'll say waggers as well apart from like yeah i suppose the sitting on a bench with other people is not that bad is it on a first date you don't want to be too kind of well, it gets really awkward silence as well because it's so loud. It doesn't feel like yeah, it's loud. You know anything? Yeah, yeah. The one thing that does my head in about Nando's is that they still, in this day and age, it's 2020, and when you go in, they still ask you, "Have you been to Nando's before?" <laughs> like, I love it's it. It's like I, I hate it. It's like, have you been here before? Even if you haven't, it's like not really. But I know how a fucking restaurant works. Like, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. I order food and it comes. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if you if you haven't been there before, then like like Elle said, 
you might be sat yeah. there for hours waiting for someone to come and take your order. I don't think you should be allowed out if you're going to sit there for that long. <laughs> I think I think I think you'll I think you'll clock it. I think you'll go self service. This it's like uh, it's like going to like a pub restaurant in it. There's there's plenty of self self service ones now. I think majority are kind of well, like pub grubs all normally self service. Isn't it? Same, isn't it? Mm. Pub grub for a first date. What would you do there, Ellen? What would you think there? Would yeah. you do? Yeah, I'd do a pub grub. Yeah? yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that'd be a good it's, first date. Pub grub. Yeah, it's a bit more, a bit more atmospheric, isn't it? And if it's going well, yeah. we get yeah. a drink. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Drinks. Yeah. I mean, you could get sake and wagamamas, but that just gets you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what about if I took you to to Nando's and then? <laughs> I love that he's taking you on the date now. If I, but then I rescued it with Pop World. Yeah, but you see, I'd be in such a hole having spent two hours waiting for someone to come and take my order in Nando's and then you'd take me to Potwell and I just wouldn't be feeling it and you'd be stinking a chicken yeah and chips because that's all they do <laughs> <laughs> they don't open your mind <laughs> I need a you you need a, you're not getting one now why oh well not yeah obviously not now but so if they offered you a black card L, would you take it I'd take it and give it to you <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That'd make my life if I had a black card. But then it was like, would you get bored of it? Tommy, no. you went four times in one day. I don't think you're getting bored of it anytime soon. Yeah. When we I was, I get bored of it. Ch- chicken's just like it's just the best meat, isn't it? Yeah. I think. It's, yeah. But it's, like you say, it's all done on like a barbecue, so it's super easy. I'm gonna do it for you. It's gonna be my combined what's meal dish. What What's your favourite meal to cook, Al? I love doing a Sunday roast. I did a roast beef the other day. I've never done beef before, but it was really good. It was nice. What veg? <laughs> Maybe like a broccoli cheese. I do broccoli cheese instead of collie cheese, and uh... broccoli cheese. Yeah. Have a broccoli nice. nice. Game changer. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. Um, and then probably it's got to have Yorkshire's, big old Yorkshire's. You make your own Yorkshire puddings. I can do. I probably wouldn't. But it's make or break for a good roast, that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But if you're going to do beef as well, I like it really, really rare. Yeah. Um, How do you make roast beef rare, though? Cause it, and you got to just sit it in the for hours or you literally do it for like half an hour i think but you just like preheat oh. your oven and then like if you seal it as well before you do it then it's sort of already uh, cooking oh. <laughs> all, all them people listening to this getting fo- getting food poisoning now oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. martin compston was to listen to this episode he'd be fuming what did you think because you... i listened to him oh my god i was so shocked it's mental isn't it I, I say it's Sunday roast my favourite meal of the week. I'd have it every day. If I was on a desert island with only one thing, it'd be a Sunday roast. Really? Yeah, definitely. See, I, I like it, but like, I, I don't like when I was a kid, I used to have it every week, like you. I'd be like, Mum, it's Sunday. Why have you not done a roast? Like, what's yeah. going on? But now, as I've got older, it's kind of like, eh, because I think I've got to cook it myself and I can't think of anything worse to cook. Really? The United There's too many pans involved for me. 
so, which mm. means more washing up. If you make like a curry, you can yeah. pretty much do a curry in two pans. You've got like you kind of you, you walk or whatever to kind of do it, and then you rice pan. Where a sunny you roast, you've got off. to have. Do you clean do it along when you nah. cook? Do you well? Do I do what? Do you clean as you go along? So say like, say you're preparing something and you've got five minutes before you need to go on to your next thing. Will you clear the pans, put it in the dishwasher, and like sort of clear up as you as you're going along whilst you're cooking, or do you just let it all build up? My flat doesn't have a dishwasher, so I tend to clean a bit and then keep going or reuse it. But um, but if I had a dishwasher, I'd probably just leave it. Really? <laughs> do you clean as you go? I do, yeah, I do, but Charlotte doesn't. If Charlotte does a Sunday roast, honestly, we're still cleaning up on Tuesday. Really? <laughs> honestly, it's like she does the best, the, the the best roast I, I reckon I've ever had. But like. Honestly, when you walk into the kitchen, it's like she's gone in there with a bat and just swung it. <laughs> Everything. Trying yeah, to, I'm like that. Like it's a circus game. Your head's in cooking, though. That's why a roast's nice, because her head is in the cooking, not, oh, let's tidy up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's so why it's good food. Do you lads cook? Do you, share, do you share the cooking? Do you both cook? Uh, uh, Landy's my, a really good cook, aren't you? Yeah, I, see, I, like learned from an early age because it's like my mum and dad work so from being about 13 14 my mum was like that start that start go um and then working since being 15 kind of you know yeah. just living in flats here and there and stuff but yeah my, my missus is the opposite her mum used to cook for her till she was like left home so she really? doesn't really cook that much so I do sort of the most of the cooking but I love it I love cooking it's one of my yeah. favorite things to do and it's yeah me or Charlotte Charlotte will either cook like we don't help each other normally. It's like I'll go right. It's my turn to cook tonight, and then Charlotte right. Well, I'll cook tomorrow. But um, I don't know because we our kitchen's really small. So I reckon if we if we're just getting under each other, try to do it. Yeah, it'd just be a bit of a nightmare, really. Yeah. Hmm. And I've got really like I um talking going back to washing up. I've started to really enjoy washing up in a weird way, kind of like. Is this since quarantine, or is this? Has it been no, happened? no, this is pre-quarantine. This is like I've kind of started using washing up as a bit of like a mindful exercise. Do you know what I mean? So like, as you wash it up, you kind of just in the zone of washing up. You're not thinking about yesterday or tomorrow. You just kind of right. This cup needs cleaning or whatever. And I've yeah. kind of learned to enjoy it for using it as a mindful exercise. And it's uh, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I don't look forward to it. It's, it's drying that I hate. I hate oh, I leave them on the rack. I leave them on the yeah. rack. Fuck drying stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a dishwasher. Loads easier. <laughs> See, Stop. we had a dishwasher, but I just find them like they just they just get like really dirty and smelly really quickly. And well, then you've got to clean the dishwasher, and it's like, well, what? Uh, uh, clean the pots. You got to pre-clean the pots, aren't you? Then put them in the dishwasher. Not really. You nah. I don't know. If you get rinse aid and, and the salt that you need, it sort of cleans itself, really. Rinse aid? Rinse aid, yeah. Rinse Sounds very American, that, doesn't it? <clears throat> rinse aid! Get your rinse aid! Are they sponsoring <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah well, fucking Nando's on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... There goes your black card, both of them. There goes my black card, yeah. Damn. <laughs> um, we normally go for a Nando's when we... Um, when we record, when we're allowed out, don't we? Mm. That's normally our go. Nando's or Subway. It depends how 
busy yeah, we are. Go to Subway. I can't, another one. Can't bear it. I hate Subway. Choices. I hate the whole thing. Tomato it's not my favourite. Sandwich is overrated. A what? What? Tomato in a sandwich. It's the only time I eat tomatoes. Really? Is it? Yeah. It I don't like tomatoes. Yeah. Soggy bread. Yeah, no, makes me. Yeah, it depends how long they've been in there, I guess, doesn't it? But yeah, yeah, Subway's not not my favourite. It's not my go-to, but it's kind of it's kind of quick and easy, isn't it? And it's a little bit more lighter, I guess, and healthier than. Yeah. What's your quick and easy if you need a quick snack out? Say if you've got half an hour before the train. Like ham and cheese sandwich, but just not a Subway. Mm. I don't like the shape of like anything about Subway. You know, you were boots, boots meal deal or M&S meal deal kind of girl. Or is he not bothered either? Depends what's available. What was the first option? Boots. Oh, yeah, boots. Yeah, yeah I like I've yeah. got a loyalty card in boots, so, you know, I get points. So every little helps. <laughs> <laughs> I always find them points come dead, dead handy when you're, like, when you're about to fly out somewhere. Yeah. Like, every time I've gone to an airport, it must be the only place that they ask, like, do you want to use your points? I'm like... Yeah, yeah, I want to use my points. Of anyone. <laughs> You've what? I've never had a points card anywhere. Really? Why? Like that. Because we don't use the same places. Like, we'll just but go wherever. Don't Nando's have a points card? Yeah, Nando's have a points yeah, card. You've used that. Nando's, that's the only one I've got, actually. In Nando's, that's the only one that I've got. <laughs> Religiously <laughs> in my chillies. <laughs> that's where your loyalty lies. Yeah, Do you not well, use a points card, though, like? Travelling on trains for... Well, I suppose you don't really train it much more for auditions, do you? No, I just get offered work. Nine in ten times now. Dickhead. You want me to drive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I just never... Just... I, I'm not very good with, with stuff like that. Like, Charlotte had to set up my Nando's card for me. Like, go online and do all that. I'm just not very good with all that. So, the idea of doing it for a Boots card, for some of that I'll use once a year, I just don't see the point. Mm. So, like my back, I'm not bothered. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was uh, so when we we spoke out? Now we spoke on the phone this morning, didn't we? About um, about the subjects, and then you told me about your other subject. Yeah. So my other subject is more of a debate thing. I wanted to ask you guys what you thought because I have a bit of a a bit of a sort of love hate relationship with social media and in many ways like we're all told nowadays aren't we that if you don't have a social media presence you won't work as much and it's great for publicizing if you've got a brand or you've got a, a store if you're trying to set something up it's been amazing for like independent people to be able to get up and and create a form of work for themselves in whatever way and that and that includes influencing and what have you but if I have one regret in my life, like my biggest regret is when things like Facebook and when it was MSM when we were kids, when they first came out, the amount of hours that I spent staring yeah. at the computer screen when my family were in the other room and I didn't talk to them. And I, I see that just hours and hours and hours of time that I'll never get back, that I could have been just chatting to, learning, hearing their stories, just talking to them because suddenly people just go from your life and then all those opportunities to ask those questions you never get and 
I, I just I, I worry that with social media we're breeding a really insecure generation like the generation below us even or it, it's also like when you're in pop world and you're, you're on the dance floor and you see girls literally dancing like this to their phone who mm. is that for why aren't you in the moment with your mates and and all these selfies and all this airbrushing it's designed to make other people think that you are perfect or that you've got no one ever puts that I'm having a really shit day online. You know, it's always just, oh, look at my life, look at my life. And it actually, I think, in so many ways, it's really brilliant. And it's great for, for a lot and a lot of things. But I, I really worry about what it's doing to us as people and our communication with each other. Because even if you're, if you're at dinner and you have your phone on the table, the subliminal message that you're giving out to everyone at that table is that if that phone goes off, that is more important and the person calling you or texting is more important than the people that you're sat chatting to. And yet we all do it. We're all guilty that we've always got our phones on it. But you, you can be mid-chat with someone and your phone goes off and you look at it. And it's it's so it's so rude. And that, that's a different thing. That's phones. But it's with social media, I think I'm just a bit worried about what we're what we're what we're sort of advising young people to be and to look like and how to dress and 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 also is it is it a fad is it a phase that's going to end in 10 years are we going to have instagram because we don't have msn anymore and you know yeah. what, what else is yeah, that's coming on that. and and are we going to have it so people that are making a career off it so all the influencers <laughs> what have you they're living the high life like on your um podcast with martin you were saying about how people get shot into fame and then they just get dropped in the same way with this kind of influencer lifestyle if instagram just goes eventually if it just drops out what are they going to do what what qualifications are they going to have what means of making a living yeah yeah i mean it's uh, we, we i mean it's, it's mad the amount of guests that we've had speak about this as well and it, it, you know it's one of them things, it's one of them subjects that, pardon? I think it is quite a big problem. Not a problem. Yeah, it is, yeah. I was saying it can be a problem, but it can also be great as well. That's it. I mean, like I've said before, like, the you know, the social media should have been, like, this amazing tool that, you know, defies uh, gender, defies sexuality, defies nationality, race, everything. Because it's everyone in the world can come together on this one little spot. And we can all chat, we can all share ideas. And instead you get, you know, right wing, horrible stuff pushed. Or you get, like you say, you know, girls kind of not forcing other girls to look a certain way. But like, you know, like say influencing, saying this is how you should look, you should look perfect. And, you know, and it's, it's, it's us. We've kind of, as, as a species, have just ballsed it up like we do with everything else, I guess. It's, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it, you know, because I remember the days of MSN um, and that was a little bit more intimate, I guess. Right. Because it was mm-hmm. it was you only had your friends on there. So you could set your yeah. status, couldn't you? You could change your little bar status yeah. thing. Log in and out all the time to get noticed. I used to do that. Yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. And um when you used to put, I always used to put Tomo loves star 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 of the like oh yeah. Tom says the star star star. Yeah. I'm on my friends list, 
and it's like really like people will pop up going oh who, who do you fancy who are you talking to yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my or god. you put like really stupid yeah. messages like like oh my god um isn't she amazing or something like that and then like you get people going who are you on about like, oh. <laughs> can you remember them bitmojis that came <laughs> for a bit them ones that you used to be able to send and it used to be a moving emoji. Can you remember them? Yeah. Go, yeah. say something. And you can like... <laughs> ones. But then well, it gets... It got well, it turned into somewhat bad then, didn't it? Like, people get this... Like, again, like, with, with grooming gangs, I guess. Like, a lot of people can use them sort of platforms to 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 do what they do on, on them sorts of things. But, like, that that was such a good platform where... It could have been you. It was it was used for something great, but then it then got adopted for all the bad things. Like what you've just been saying about Facebook is it's a great yeah. to stay in touch with. Say if you meet someone on holiday, you'll add them on Facebook. You know you, you'll meet. Yeah. If you go on holidays, a couple. Me and Charlotte will always bump into another couple. You stay in touch with them on Facebook, and it's nice to see that people are doing well. But then you always come across that one video that you just think, why am I even seeing shit like that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but also just like even a comment, you know, we're all guilty of it. Like you put up a picture and immediately you want to know how many likes it's got or how many more followers it's gained you, which makes you feel good. So you go back for more and before you know it, you are you don't even <clears> know <throat> you're doing it. And it, if you, I noticed on Instagram recently, I had, I checked my um like usage thing and it said, you've spent 51 minutes on Instagram today in total and I was like shit oh my god that's and that's not even a lot probably judging by what a lot of people spend on it no it's 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 a thing like if you if you just keep checking on it all the time you get this buzz of oh yeah oh people liked that oh I'm popular oh I might work again oh people like what and what they're seeing but then it takes one comment of someone saying you look ugly or I hate what you're wearing or I hate your acting and I feel shit for the rest of the day and it's it's all, yeah it's, it's kind of combating that but also what are we doing to people that aren't trained to deal with criticism like we are as actors you know we 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 see a comment and go okay yeah so the film wasn't to everyone's taste yeah fine okay. to be honest it's, it's water for the, off a duck's back I don't really care but then if you've got a young girl who puts up a picture and someone makes a comment about how she looks She's going to get in her head about that. And I just I just wonder, it's, it's been so good in so many ways. And like you say, keeping in touch with people that you've met on a holiday that are sort of mates in, in a really distant way, it's great. But then what's, what's it creating in terms of our opinion of ourselves and how we treat others? Yeah, it's like um, it's, it's an addiction, isn't it? It's like, yeah. say if you put a... I, and it gets like I don't know a thousand likes or two thousand likes. It's like, and I've done it before. Like I'll say I'll be sat there to shout and I go, God, that that photo that I put on earlier on got fifteen thousand likes or something. And it's like, I, I think I put one on for Mother's Day um, for my mum who passed away. And it's like, you, you sort of think, why did I? Why do I put that on there? Because yeah. I've not really got any personal friends on there in a way. Like. Yeah. No, I, I've got, you know, obviously like us three, we'll all follow each other and stuff like that. But, you know, we've got we've got numbers. So if ever, you know, I'll text you and say, how are you doing? Or we'll have a phone yeah. call. But I'll put this thing out on Instagram. And then it, I think it, it got like 15,000 likes. And, I, and I'm laid in bed with Charlotte and I'm going, oh, that photo that I put on earlier on got 15,000 likes. And it's like, I, I, don't, yeah, I don't know what it is. It, it's, yeah. it's, 
it's like it, it, a tension it, thing, isn't it? It's weird. Yeah. It is like a self-justification, isn't it? it? It is that in some way in your head that's you going, um, I'm doing well because like Eleanor said, like you are told in a way as an actor, like nowadays, especially like you should have social media and you should yeah. be posting regularly, you know, because and it does work. Like I've spoken, I think, on the podcast before. I've I've heard of actors getting parts because they've they've tweeted or they've put a post on social media saying that they haven't got the part, and uh, then they've then they've got the part. Wow. What do you, what do you mean? <clears throat> I've heard of actors uh, through the grapevine. I don't know who or you know who have like gone for a part, not got the part, then sort of gone home later on and just put maybe not even like meaning it. Just put like, oh, gutted, went for an audition today, didn't get it. And then a couple of days later, they've had a call saying you've got the part. Purely because people have been retweeting it like, oh, my God, gutted. Can't believe you didn't get it. Would love to see you in this. Da, 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 da. And then it takes one exec producer to look at it and go, that's had 50,000 retweets. That's 50,000 people sat on a cinema seat. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah, you know? Films so nowadays are who's right for the part nowadays. Is no, it? mate, no, no. Films nowadays are cast like that. You know, if if in um, Hollywood especially, they if they've got a a part for a young female love interest or a young female hero or male or whatever, they will think they will get a list of actors like they used to back in the day or whatever. But now they'll go through the social media and they'll go right. Well, you know. This one's got 50,000 followers. This one's only got 20,000. Yeah. To them, that's 30,000 more people almost guaranteed to be on to be on a cinema seat. Yeah. I need my game. And it's what, sorry? I need to up my game. I need more followers. <laughs> <laughs> Buy followers as well, can't you now? Yeah. yeah which is weird. Yeah, people can buy followers. Mm. I don't really know how that works. Is uh, a lot point. Yeah. I do. I used to work with did it because uh, I I used to work for a social media uh, magazine, uh, Unilad, doing little bits of comedy writing and stuff for him. And uh, there was a lad who worked there who was sort of setting up a photography page and stuff like that. And uh, he didn't buy followers, but you can pay so much a month on places like Instagram. And what it does is you put in certain hashtags, and that will then like. Um, it will just like photos that people put on with them hashtags. So nine out of 10 times, then people will go, oh, they've liked my page. All right, okay, I'll like, I'll like them. And that'll gain you followers. It's just, yeah, it's a whole, like, wow. whole different world when you look at it like that. Even pages, like, you know, if you wanted to, Tomo, um, with your Instagram page, you could effectively sell your page to someone for quite a bit of money. How many followers have you got? Uh, How many followers have you got? About 70,000 or something. Probably a couple of grand. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Crazy. Because some brand somewhere, you know. Some... <laughs> so, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's, it's all about money. It's some brand somewhere who making, I don't know, headphones will go, right, that's 70,000 people. If we just buy his account, change it, we've got 70,000 people there ready, ready to go. An audience theory, isn't it? It's, it's becoming a weird place. What would you say? Do you use any other <clears throat> social media as hell? What? No, I've uh, I've got Facebook, but I actually deleted like my personal Facebook account when I was probably 
17, 18. So again, I just got to that point where I was like, this is taking so many hours of my day because I'm so addicted to it. It's the first thing I look at when I get into bed. And, you know, when I when I get up in the morning, it sort of gets me out of bed. It's all, I, I find myself doing that with Instagram as well. Like yeah. when I was on Intergalactic, I was waking up at like half four to go to work. And, you know, you're lying there in bed. You're thinking, oh, something's got to get me out of bed. So you just, you're on your phone immediately. And you're flicking through things. And it's almost like... Instagram provides a bit of like aggravation or something to sort of get me up it sort of gets me thinking it's sort of it's a way of not falling back to sleep but it it's I find that it annoys me more than anything it sets me up negatively so I don't know why I do it it's it's just really weird and yet at the same time it's it's a great thing because it's opened up loads of doors and you know if I didn't have that I wouldn't necessarily get the jobs that I do and you know so it's it's really half six or one half a dozen of the other and it it's not a it's not a huge layout criticism of it. It's just, it's just more a sort of a fear of what it's doing to people. I mean, I used to have Snapchat when I was a kid, but I don't have that now because I just think it's just another thing that's going to attract me to my phone. Mm. And that was one of my resolutions this year was to just try and be on my phone a bit less. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Sorry about that, guys. I'll, I'll put a little break in there. We had a little uh, technical difficulty on my end because we're absolute noobs at this. <laughs> and he's getting his... Um... He's got a bloody jam sani in the corner of his room as a router. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just got a and I'm back now. Nicking it from the local did, schools. Did your mum have to make a call for the white wireless? <laughs> <laughs> and he's still got dial-up. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up! Leave me alone! Um, sorry, so we, where we were at? So we were talking um, a little bit about... Uh, you were saying about being addicted to Instagram. That's where I could hear you last. And waking up... Yeah. Yeah, well, it just it's it's it's. I think it's not a question of necessarily an addiction on my end. It's just more that 
I'm aware that I look at it and I guess it is an addiction, but immediately I'm on the defensive there saying, no, I'm not addicted. Yeah, well, and that's but what I an am. addiction is. Yeah. Literally, yeah. before, like five, ten minutes before I was on this call, I had a quick shower and I was brushing my teeth. My wife was getting ready to go for the, her, her daily allotted one-hour exercise. And um, I was brushing my teeth. My wife came in to go, let me brush mine. And then just instantly went, what are you doing on your phone while you're brushing your teeth? I didn't I even realise. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, well, she'll go yeah. mad at me for being on my phone. But then she's on hers. All, like, we both do it quite a lot. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it annoys me when she's doing it. And it annoys her when I'm doing it. But it's like, I think that's why, Eleanor. I think it's because we both don't want to admit that. Yeah. We're, we're both addicted to, to our phones and to, yeah. to social media mainly because that's what we're on. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm going to really try and not use it as much though because it's, I hate the thought of being addicted to something, but particularly something that, I'm, and also as well with all this fake news stuff that's been happening. And I think a lot of it is scaremongering. I think it's a way of really frightening people into sort of submission, into a way of, you know, following one one way of thinking or, you know. Yeah. It's so hard to know what's real and what isn't. And and in many ways, it's so great that we have our own news platform to be able to tell each other what's going on. And we know that what we're hearing is, you know, possibly true and correct because we're hearing it from each other as opposed to, you know, who knows who's paying for what and, and what views they want to be, you know, spread. <clears throat> so it's, it's, a, it's a real tricky one, but... Yeah, I think um, I think it is a really positive thing in so many ways. But I I just worry about you know I think being a, being a woman I worry about really young girls and the effects it will have on them. And in a few years' time, if they're aggressive and if you know like this pressure to look a certain way, people forget that everyone's got a filter now. Everyone's got these airbrushing apps. None of it's real. And, and certainly what they're up to isn't real either. You know, no one said, didn't get out of bed today, stayed indoors. You know, no yeah. one says that. Didn't brush my teeth until, what time did you brush your teeth, Andy? Did you say two o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> Bear in mind, mate, I'm up at six o'clock in the morning with two kids. We oh. sat down and I'm doing this and that. It gets to like the middle of the day and you're like, oh yeah, I'm not a shower yet. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm probably on Facebook a lot of it. I've used I've used both got an iPhone. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let's do the uh let's see how long we've we've been on social media today. Do you know how to do it? Not a clue. Go on. All you do is slide one minute. There we go. Slide it to the left. Yeah. Right. And you get screen time. Oh, I haven't. So So you get your phone. Yeah. Let me unblur this. This is not interesting for anyone who's who's just <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> right. so you slide your phone to, so you get the, your little notifications and that. Or you can do it, you know, like you get that screen. Screen time, I've got it, I've got it. Yeah. So go on, how, how much social networking have you done today? It says there, zero on mine. What's it say on yours, Elle? What's screen time? I'm struggling to find it. I've got I'm, I've gone on Instagram and I've gone on Insights. Oh no, your activity. Oh, so it's, no, it's just on you on your itself. Is it an iPhone now? Yeah. Yeah. So just on your on your main sort of like screen. Yeah. Just kind of swipe it to the. Is it the left? It says you've got to set it up. Look. Oh right. Okay. If you've got to set it up, then we've got. Oh uh, right. Okay. I'll <laughs> do that later though. But. 
but on my Instagram today, for instance, it says yeah. 46 minutes with a daily average of 51. How are you finding that? Let's... So if you go on, if you go on your Instagram and then click on the, the, the three, three horizontal lines yeah. and then go into uh, your activity. Yeah. And then it says time on Instagram. Mine says 51 minutes daily average. And that was in the last week. But today it's only at 46. If you press on the day of the week, it'll tell you a number of pop-up. My, my average is two hours and 11 minutes a day. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Like on, on Sunday. On Sunday, I was 46 minutes. So how do I find my, my thing? So go on your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> this is really great. <laughs> Great podcast. People do this, learn. This is the thing. Go on. Go onto your Instagram. Yeah. Press the profile. Yeah. Go to the three horizontal lines, top right. Yeah. Your activity. Oh yeah, your activity. Oh. Have you? I My daily average run. is nine minutes. What? I'm not gonna That's lie. Amazing. I, but if that was Facebook, it would probably be like in the hours. Like I, I'm not a big. I don't really use Instagram that much, really. I put the odd photo uh, on, but okay. Facebook's the one for me. Like, What's I, your favorite one, L of all time. Your favorite social media platform. It'd probably be Instagram because it's the only one I've used as a as a grown up. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say it was that. I mean, I did like Facebook when I had it, but again, just the amount of time that it took up of my day. And if I look at that and I think, geez, if I've spent 40 minutes on Instagram this morning and I, I couldn't tell you a single thing that I've looked at or done mm. today. Yeah, it's weird. I, I do think that Instagram is quite a friendly place. Really? I think compared to Twitter, that's why I've come off Twitter. Yeah. yeah right. It's very rare that I... That, that I get any stick on on um, Instagram. One, there was a guy messaging me the other day, and he it said so he's a football fan, and he said something about football. He was a Scunthorpe United fan, and he said something, but he said something sort of like so nasty, like horrible. And I said to him, I was like, why why do you feel like you can say that to someone who you don't know? And he was like, just a bit of footy banter, innit? I was like, well, I I, I wouldn't, you wouldn't say that to me in the street. So yeah. why why do you feel like you can say it on social media? You see, I that's, think, the only pro- that's the only real problem I've had in, in a long time on Twitter. Instagram, sorry. You see, that's the an- anonymity of it, isn't it? I think with Twitter, because all you've got is your profile picture, there's so much more anonymity where people, c- people can hide behind it. Instagram's a little bit less because you're constantly putting photos of yourself or what you're mm-hmm. doing. And then Facebook... Poached eggs, mainly. Yeah, for you, poached eggs. Facebook poached used eggs. to be kind of like... You'd never, I remember like, you know, you'd never like argue with anyone on Facebook or like have different opinions where now Facebook's just a battlefield for, you know. You're terrible for that though, and I am terrible (laughs) for that because I'm a massive (laughs) left There's There's been a few times when I thought, I'm going to have to delete him or mute him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, again, I am, I do kind of get into that because I've got a strong kind of political preference and things annoy me and I'm like, yeah, yeah. What sort of things did you put on Facebook, Al? God, we're talking years ago. We're talking ten years ago. Um, 
But at the time, farm it wasn't just me like... getting pissed with my mates, you know. <laughs> Probably just really terrible bitches. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess it was... Facebook was different then. It was less sort of about posting pictures of yourself. It was more like, I don't know, it was the beginning of your mates being able to tag you in things. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. Because yeah. going back to what you were saying before um, about it being a fad, see, I think that because you go, well, MSN kind of what lasted yeah. from, say, 2002 to 2006. And then, you know, MySpace... Of you had that MySpace when Bebo came and went uh, Pixel. Like, I've had a Facebook account now probably since I was about 18, so probably like 11, getting on 12 years now. That's I bet you've got more friends on Facebook than you have followers on Instagram, haven't you? What's that? I said, I bet you've got more friends on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I don't know, like, that's what kind of not worries me because I, I do enjoy Facebook when it all right when it's kind of do you know what i mean but it mm. does piss me off sometimes and it annoys me how much i'm looking at it but i don't know is it a fad are kids still going on facebook i know a lot of kids do tiktok now which is tiktok in a minute i love it <laughs> i don't i don't know what it is what do you what do you do it's basically just videos but then like you've just said al going back to young girls and having filters and things like that I, what I've noticed on TikTok is this very, the girls are very perfect, and a lot of it. Well, you can really start to. I've only I only joined it yesterday, so I've really started to fill it. But there's a lot of a lot of girls wearing hardly any clothes, doing dances, but they're all perfect in the face. And it's like, like you, you you're not really, you're not seeing many girls with no makeup on or any filters and stuff like that. So it's kind of a, that that could go to the problem of what you about what you were saying about girls feeling like they need to be perfect all the time yeah and it's such a younger audience as well like instagram's got that slightly older audience where like i've got like a cousin who's about nine ten and she's on tiktok all the time yeah but that's the thing as well is that all, all these people that put up videos of their kid like really without me I, I sound like such a kind of middle-aged person saying this but can you really watch what your kids are putting up there and if your little girl is is dancing in her little summer dress which isn't a lot and is you know provocatively twerking away can you that can you guarantee who is watching that can you monitor it can you make sure that she's safe because that's that's another thing that worries me about it but it's yeah yeah i guess kind of monitoring it's difficult in it i mean i've got a friend my mate Stav and Kirsty, they've got three young daughters and two of them use TikTok a lot, but I know theirs is private. But I guess, I, I don't know. Like I, I don't know if that's a thing with TikTok. I don't know how it works. But Yeah, I mean, that, and, and I've said this on the podcast before, and, and, and again, it, it comes back to, to what you were saying, Eleanor, like worrying as a, as, a, as a woman about other sort of girls and stuff. I've got two little girls and not, well, about a year or so ago, my eldest wanted to start a YouTube channel and she's only five now so she must have only been four oh. so just like like she she what she didn't say I want to start a YouTube channel but she was she was like talking to an audience so she was literally like playing with her toys but going okay guys so this is how you do this and da, da, da. and I was like what are you doing Phoebes and she was like oh, I'm doing YouTube dad 
And but uh, is that is that the generation of kids changing? No, because I used to do. I remember doing that when I was a kid, and I think that's what kind of got me into acting. I remember my mum bought me. It wasn't my mum actually; it was my nana bought me this little. Well, you saw to your family that was in the room. You'd do little shows. Yeah, or yeah, that exactly. You do little shows for your family. Like say, my nana bought me this little camera, and I remember making her a video with it, like just chatting. But like, whenever I used this camera, it would be, I'd, I'd be making my own little show. And yeah. that kind of inspired me. So I didn't want to kind of tell my little girl, no, we didn't go and open a frigging YouTube account or anything, but I just got her a little camera and she just makes her own little videos now that just stay on that camera. You yeah. Know what I mean? But wasn't there a little kid who's, I think he's only three or something. I've probably got this completely wrong knowing me telling you the wrong facts, but he made something like two million last year from mm. reviewing kids' toys. Yeah, is it right, 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 toy reviews, you know? Well, <laughs> you are i missed that you cracked up he's called ryan my little he's ryan. got like a nickelodeon show now that my little girl watches he's got he's like, getting more work than us guys he's getting more work than us <laughs> he's one of the he's one of the richest people in the world and he's only like i think he's like maybe five <laughs> in the world yeah 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 oh my god Is yeah i think he's really worth scary? like a, a crazy also, there's another thing of if we I don't have kids, but if you put up um, pictures of your kids on on social media or what have you, I've got a mate who tags um, what is it? It's um, a toddler influencer is one of her hashtags, which like, just immediately makes me go. Oh! But yeah. Also, all those pictures are then owned by Facebook or owned by Instagram, and they will always be findable. So when your kid is 25 and this isn't a thing anymore and they're going for a work interview, a picture of them in the paddling pool can be brought up like that. It's just, mm. there's just something about it, which, yeah. and, and also what I feel, what I feel really conflicted about is the minute that you bring it up and say, actually, I don't know what I think about that. You immediately come across as a prude or you immediately come across as like a sort of, you know, overly, overly sensitive, overly protective, or... overly protective, boring sort of, you know, and 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 it's, <clears throat> I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider myself to be that, but I'm, it's just a worry that I have. I feel like the minute you bring it up, and that's an insecurity of mine, not knowing enough about social media, but from what I do know about it, these are my worries about it. But I, I do feel that sort of, I'm already worrying that I'm going to get criticised. Yeah, speaking out against it, and I, I can't. I think, oh, that can't be healthy. That can't be a good thing. Do you that worry about what the reaction might be if you, before you post on, if you put something on Instagram or whatever? Do you worry about what the reaction might be? No, not really, because I know that things like, at the end, I'm just not very good at it. At the end of the day, so I don't really, I try not to hashtag too much, and I know that the people who follow me are normally people who are genuinely interested in what I'm doing so it's quite a positive place like you said Tomo it's rare that I get grief mm. but yeah there'll be some people that will suddenly send like a a really horrible message for some unknown reason and then you can't help but focus on that and it's it's just a, it's I, I wouldn't say I worry about it but at the end of the day it, it is something that I then check all the time I think why do I care why yeah. am I doing this why am I outside enjoying the sun or chatting to someone or, you know, reading a book, doing something that's going to get my mind going as opposed to numb it, which I think Instagram does for me. It just sends me into this hole of staring at a, a screen. It's just a weird thing. Social media is weird. It's like with this TikTok, because I've only just joined it. 
literally, I we're recording this on what day are we on now? Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> no, I just I just don't even think about days anymore. But yeah, we're we're on today, whatever day it is. Guys. And I'm like already, I'm thinking of ways in a weird. I'm thinking of what I can do on TikTok to be to make it to make it become popular and people yeah. be like oh Tomo's on TikTok and he, he's doing this thing and he's funny or he's doing and it's kind of like is it like a self-indulgence thing or but then again it is goes, it, you, I, you're naturally an entertainer so yeah you should feel that way but I think really? it's in you as well because you're self-employed so much of that is finding your own work and proving that you're current and proving that you've got something to show or that you can be different that you can show that side of you that you can you know again yep. maintain your popularity and that is ingrained in you as an actor who's had to fight yeah. for auditions who's had to fight to get roles and jobs and not knowing what that next one is going to be it's inbuilt in you to keep yourself current and popular mm. can you earn money from tiktok andy <laughs> yeah. yeah really yeah i think right. so well, yeah i'm sure you will be that's what I'm that's, that's the goal of all social media now is is to to get you earning money through your followers because it gets the, it pushes the social media platform bigger and bigger. Well, I've got I think six followers now on TikTok, so Whoa. get ready. Wow. You only got more than I have on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to take off. It's basically just going to be me in my back garden, either playing golf or playing football. Or... The golf one that you put up the other day was impressive. Getting it into a watering can. Yeah, I ain't shared that yet though. Mm, but you I mean you have got a good shot with stuff like that? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I can. I know what I'm doing, mate. Don't worry about me. <laughs> Don't worry about me. You worry about your TikTok share. Don't set do ideas. Do you, Do you ever think that way, then, Eleanor? With With you, Instagram and stuff. Do you Do you see it as that's your brand? Yeah, it's it's a work thing. There's There's not really anything personal on there. I try and give bits so that people know I'm a human. At the end of the day, I don't want them to follow me just because. Yeah, I want them to see that it is me and that it is a sort of account because as well, that's another thing. If it's just all work, 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 then people don't, the whole point of Instagram is that people feel like they know you. They feel like they've got access to you. They can message you, whatever. It's, for me, it's more of a thing of, it is a career thing. I have it as a way of furthering acting work, which is what I want to be known for. But there are, there are a couple of pictures of my personal life and my home life on there because they're nice points that I want to share with people and I want people to know me as well as my career and and the jobs that I do but it's yeah it's a fine line I'm not really sure that I've got it right but I'm trying you know but it's yeah it's just tough it's just real tough but someone said to me once they said um it was another actor and I said to him how come you're not on social media and he said because if I go on social media and I'm sharing everything about my life when it comes to me playing a character some people might struggle to believe the character that I'm playing because they've seen me yeah. on Instagram making poached eggs or playing golf in the garden, or they know they'll know they know me as a person, so they might then struggle to see the characters that I'm playing. So it's like you said, Al, it's kind of a fine line between keeping it very personal but then keeping it because I'd say mine's more personal than work. I oh yeah, I would mine as well, but I think that's my thing with social media. I've never I've never really thought of it as a work thing. Um, it's great for sharing work, particularly yeah. the podcast and things like that. It's a good thing to get your creativeness out there. But yeah, it's 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 a strange thing, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it is a weird one. It is a weird one. But are you using it more now during quarantine than you would if you was working? Al? Well, 
when I'm working, I, my phone is always in my trailer. It's never on me because I find that I can't properly get in the headspace or can't properly. I'm a bit like I don't take my phone on to set either. No, you never have your phone on set, do you, Tommy? <laughs> um, oh, I've been in I've been in the year 1988 with you on your fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Al. Sorry. So you leave your phone in the trailer most of the time, so you just sort of like so you can zone out. Yeah. Um, so I'd say I probably am on it a bit more than normal, yeah. But I'm also aware of that, so trying not to have it with me all the time. But I, it annoys me because I'll just be chatting to someone or about to have dinner, and I look down and there's my phone, and it's me who's put it there. Yeah. And I'm like, why have I got that with me? Why, why am I giving out that message? Why is it on the table when we're having dinner? Mm. You know, that's that's horrible. It's so rude because it just tells everyone else that actually that's more important, and it's not. Mm. And what yeah. you said before like kind of got me when you said you know about like even in the days of msn when you could have been in the next room with your family spending yeah time. And, and it's so true like i remember times because my grandma used to have a pc upstairs and i'd go around to my grandma's and i'd sit there and be on msn all night yeah and then yeah. sit upstairs with my grandma and now she's gone it's like shit i should have spent yeah. that time with my grandma but now yeah. I'm in the same thing. Like, you know, I find myself now, especially in quarantine, watching a film with my little girl, and I just do that. And then I look yeah. up, like, what's happened to Poppy from Trolls now? Like, do you know what I mean? It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Sharing yeah. experience. It is so yeah. horrible. It is an addiction at the end it of the day. Is an do, addiction. You, do you think you'd be able to manage without your phone, Elle? I'd love to try it. I'd love to. Like Ed Sheeran, he had a year out. If not on his phone? Yeah, no, he, he never had a phone for a year. Wow. But again, Ed Sheeran doesn't have to worry about work. This is the thing. Yeah. If, if I was Ed Sheeran, I'd go, yeah, I'll leave my phone. Because, do you know what yeah. I mean? You don't have to worry about work. Like, one of my mates, he bought, you can buy dumb phones now. Have you seen them? You can so buy what? Instead of a smartphone, you can buy a dumb phone. So it literally lets you ring people and lets you access email, and that's it. You can't really go on the internet, can't download apps. So you could effectively use it to, to do our job. Your agent can ring you, you can get your emails, you can see the scripts that she send, they send, etc. cetera. Um, and my mate did it, well, he bought like an old Nokia, and he was like, right, I'm just going to, on a weekend, I'm just going to have my Nokia. He's an actor as well. And I was like, yeah, I'd want to do that, but there's still that little bit of me, I guess, that's like, even though my agents never rang on a Saturday or I've never received an audition note on a Saturday or a Sunday, there's still that little bit in my head going, I need to be connected. I need to know yeah. that if I'm, you know, so it's, it's hard, isn't it? Ed Sheeran doesn't have that worry, does he? Well, that's the thing, you know, so much of phones are work now. You know, that's yeah. why we are on them more than ever. Like all, all my emails come through to my phone. I'm on it much more than anything else. You know, it's almost like laptops and iPads are totally replacing computers as well. Mm. But it's it's just it's just yeah, I think it's just it's just natural. And also, I think I think going back to just what we were saying about like you wish you'd been chatting to your grandma in the in the other room when really you were upstairs on MSN. That's just, it's sort of a part of life. It's part of growing up and realizing who you want to be and looking back on things like that. But yeah, that's my point is that I spent hours and hours, probably days and months of my life staring at a computer screen when I could have just been having human conversation. And it, it, there's nothing more irritating to me than if I'm talking to someone and, and they're looking at their phone or even if we're watching a film 
like you were saying, and they're looking at their phone, I just think, why are we doing it? Why don't we just turn the film off and just sit here and look at our phones? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm exactly the same because that's like like nine out of ten at times of me and my wife bicker it's over that exact thing. Yeah. In a film and she'll look at the phone or I'll look at my phone and it's like, what, yeah. what, are you doing? what are you doing? Yeah. Watching this? And it's I like, quite like to try a thing where I just like, the minute... I have like an hour or something a day to sort of, or like, I don't know, like a, a moment where I can go back and look at it. But when I'm with people, when I'm talking to people, it's away from me. Like, like, or certainly when you come in from work of an evening, mm. if you need to do your work, that's the thing that like you need to separate your phone. So it's a different thing. Yeah. So like maybe you do your work on your laptop, but you basically, the minute you come in from work, you just put your phone down and turn it off or something. But it, yeah. Like you say, you never know, you know, I, I, you know, again, I've had my, my agent message me before at like seven o'clock at night going, right, you need to have yeah. this in by tomorrow morning. That does happen. 25 page monologue, London yeah. tomorrow. Go. Yeah. So I've yeah. got an American agent as well. And they, of course, are working when we go to bed. Yeah. So in the middle of the night, you know, you'll get an email saying you've got a self-date for tomorrow. And you're like, oh, it's great. Thanks. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's that kind of thing. It's just blooming it's it's a minefield because it's so difficult to find a, an alternative way mm. or to be you, brave enough to say no do you read your scripts on your phone now no i have hard copies of them so yeah. i have to make notes on it yeah i'm the same say like even say if i've got if i have an audition if you had an audition would you re- learn it on your phone or would you print it out i'd write it out you'd write it out yeah because it helps me I take out all the punctuation so it, I can put it in myself and make sense of it myself and then it helps me learn it as well. Nice. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I can't learn it on my phone. I have to print it. It doesn't go in for me. No. No. It's no. a little bit easier on an iPad because it's a bit bigger and it's a bit more like paper. But yeah. I never forget the first time I went into an audition with an iPad. You've been to an audition did... with an iPad? Yeah, but everyone does that now, right? I don't know. I've never. Oh, done I've, that. never done I, that. I've only. I've only ever just bought my first iPad the other day. Quite a lot of actors now. I've seen it recently. Quite a lot of actors go in with an iPad, and I mean it's better because you're not. You're not. You know. You're saving paper. You're saving trees. Well done. It's, it is good. Um. Even like read throughs now. I've seen actors with iPads again for that reason. Um. But I remember the first time I ever done it. It was when like I got the first iPad years ago, and like the casting director was a bit like, oh. Oh, okay. That's and I, and after that, I was just like, yeah. Oh, it's been a good year, has it? Someone's that's it. Yeah. And it was just, <laughs> no, like, do you know what I mean? It was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, awkward. Yeah. Yeah, it makes yeah. it a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah, that won't go in for me. That. How but, do um, you guys learn it then? What do you do? I just don't a lot of the time. <laughs> You've seen it you first. Don't hand I just don't. <laughs> I am. Um, when I get to, <laughs> I have to print it out normally. I have to print it out. Get in a hot bath. That's my little place where I learn in a bath. And I find doing stupid voices helps me learn the lines. Yeah. So, like okay. I'll read it out loud, like, out loud in like daft voices, no matter what the scene is. That'll help me learn the lines. Yeah. And then I'll learn, then I'll start reading it in a character and learn the character and stuff like that. When Just because I'm. You do, do you do a lot of self tape auditions where you take yourself? I've got a mate who helps me, which I'm quite lucky with. Yeah and is it just is it always that mate that helps you because i i do it with my brother and i can't do it with anyone else i get so in my head about it and so anxious oh, really? and nervous yeah isn't that strange though person. yeah 
I think it's just because I hate self-taping so much and I always feel like such a dick for taking up someone else's time and 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 also I'm so pedantic about exactly how I want it it can take hours but it has to just be with my brother and then we we do we have a shorthand for it we just do it really quickly and it's done and I, I, I don't mind helping other people at all I'm more than happy to do that but it's it's just when I have to do it myself I have this system and it's yeah, I can't bear doing it with other people. It's weird. Yeah, no. Luckily, I've got a mate who um, is an. Who we were talking about before with the phone. He's an actor as well, and he's set up like he does photography. So he set up like a little photography studio. So mm. I go around there normally, and we shoot it there. But there has been the odd time where I've had to ask my wife to help, and she she hates it. <laughs> oh, it's so awkward. Sometimes. Yeah, I spend. Yeah. We asked about our honeymoon. It was like our it was our first full day of our honeymoon because we went over to America. So like the first day we got there, we just slept because we were in LA and it, the time difference makes knocked you out. Um, so it was the first full day. And my agent had emailed through the night there, like you were saying before, and um, they were like, "Yeah, can, we know it's your honeymoon, but like, can you can you do this self tape for, for today?" So. I am <laughs> really sorry, Ben. Unless it's Spielberg, do one. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that you did that. Yeah, no, good on you, mate. Good on you. That, it was you get... good. I can't remember what it was, but it was something. It was something worth doing on my honeymoon. I wouldn't have done it if it was like you know. Yeah. Shit. You wouldn't have done it if it was like intergalactic or something like that. Yeah. 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 I remember I did one once. It was for. It was for. You know that Jason Momoa film? Is it C? The new one, C, where everyone's yeah, blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's called C. And uh, it's I was doing it and I, I was pretending to be like, I was obviously the character's blind, so I'm being blind. I'm being blind. And I'm like reading this Braille thing with this weird American accent. And uh, halfway through it, I sort of lose my head. And halfway through, you just see me go, ah, oh, fuck this, and punch my laptop. Oh, my God. <laughs> sort of see my laptop just fall off the ironing board, which is what I'll prop it up on. Like, my my uh, agent must get my cell tapes and just be like... Oh, did you send that? No, 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 obviously not. No, I, I have done that, though. I went downstairs, had a, had a cup of tea and a fag and chilled out a bit and then went back to it. But, like, some of the cell tapes that I send, God, like, I, I'm just not, I'm just not very good at them. Just not very good at him. I have sent <laughs> and said, really good, but at the end of it, I can hear you like shouting at yourself. So I've sent the wrong oh, bit, and it's like, it's I've done the oh, audition. No, no, it's fucking shit, like, it's fucking shit. Turn it off, turn it off. Let's do I've it again. I sent my agent one where I'm punching my laptop. Like, sorry. <laughs> that's amazing. That is amazing. Um, have you done much theatre, Elle? Have you ever done any theatre? I've done, I did a play. Uh, yeah, I did a play at the Mill at Sonning when I was about 18. Um, but that's about it, really, because I'm absolutely terrified of it. Terrified? Well, you've been yeah. doing it. You, you, what, what was that? How old was you when you started? You was really young, weren't you? 11. And that was on? That was on a thing called um, Falling. And then I did a film called The Illusionist when I was 12, which sort of Great. got me a sort of jumping block, as whatever you call that. Um but yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't done. Um, I haven't done a lot because it is mainly just fear that gets in the way for me. Um, yeah, and, and scary. Yeah, and also I think it's just a completely different skill set, isn't it? You know, I don't think I could project so that the back of a theatre auditorium could hear me. I just don't. I don't think I've got it. But I would love to try it. But it's it's just a thing of you know, true fear. And also doing the same thing every night would get 
a bit scary for me, I think. Yeah. So, I think it'll get boring. Yeah. But also so much of the satisfaction for me comes from a big scene and ticking it off and thinking, right, that's done. And I've mm. done the best that I can do with it. To have to do that every night would drive yeah. me mad. But also one, one thing that does really piss me off is um, in the West End in London, the theatre prices. It's the price. I mean, that's mad. That's insane because it, if, like, for instance, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, that's probably average 90 quid a ticket for the cheapest ticket you can Which get. Which is mind-blowing. But who who does Harry Potter appeal to if not young kids and families? So what you're exactly. talking, what average family of four, 90 quid a ticket, that's without food, that's without getting there. If they, if they don't live in London, that's accommodation. Mm. You're talking about a grand for a night for a family. And it's over oh, two probably. days or two nights, isn't it, that one? Yeah. You have to watch it in two parts. Oh, you yeah. have to watch it in two parts. Yeah, so you're it's talking like what? Per part, per ticket. So you're mm. talking two grand if you went for, if you went and did it all. Like you can yeah. you go you can go Cuba for two weeks for that. I don't yeah. think you'd be, well, it depends, yeah, it depends where you stay and stuff like that, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Only a travel lodge in Cuba, you'd be all right. No, I mean if you got one. It was expensive, but it wasn't like two grand, but it was but we did it over two different nights. So it was what like... You did you do the Harry Potter thing? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a Harry Potter. Well, I love Harry Potter and our good friend Jack wrote it. So you've got to go and support him, haven't you? Do you know what well, I mean? Jack Thorne wrote that. Oh, you've worked with Jack Thorne, haven't you, Elle? Okay, Have you worked with Jack Thorne? Oh, he's, a write- oh, he's, he's just he's writing everything. At the he writes, yeah. yeah. You probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. do the favour to me. Um, give him a call and tell him to write something for me, will he? And employ me <laughs> when COVID's <laughs> over. Um, yeah, no, um, that just it just annoys me that because I think as well we should be trying to encourage young people to go to the theatre more. Right. And if it's that expensive, we just won't. You know, especially with things like Netflix being now eight quid a month on your telly, you don't have to leave your front room. Is there anything expensive. um is there anything good on Netflix at the minute, Elle, would you say? Yeah, there is actually. There's this amazing, amazing film. Um it's called <laughs> This Is England. <laughs> no, we didn't make it. We never made uh, it. Yeah, no, but um, I must say that um, the, the it's love wedding repeating it. It's great. Yeah. It's a great oh, look. Thanks, thanks. I love it. It was mad filming that. I think I think it was a whole kind of. It was the director's first time directing. He's just written before, and he wrote Death at a Funeral before that, which is amazing. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious, and Love Wedding Repeat was great to do because it's such a mismatch of all those different people and you've got loads of comedy stars who just improvise the whole thing and do whatever they want and then you've yeah. got people like me who are terrified of impro so you're just like ah, I'm going to stick to the script and what you're saying makes no sense because you're not responding to anyone <laughs> but um it was, but, yeah, a great it, was, it was really good yeah it was really good fun but I think initially it was this idea that it would be five different scenarios and then we basically just ran out of time when we were filming it so they ended up with loads of like random material and had to like piece it together wow. so it's, it, I think it it, it works in a kind of really weird way I, I find it quite stressful to watch it, did, it, did you did you see it before it went on Netflix then yeah, yeah yeah but they they ended up doing about three or four different cuts of it before they decided on the final one because we had so much material yeah um the, yeah, I think the casting is great. Like I love Joel Fry. It's yeah. Tim Key. Tim Key. Tim Key. Yeah. Tim and is it a, How do you pronounce Aisling's name? Is it Aisling? Ashling. 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 She's, was it, 
was it that then that was doing a lot of the improvising I'm assuming yeah 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 and they're just great you know it's amazing because I I hadn't really done a comedy for a long time in fact with Georgia Groom um your pal yeah in Angus Thongs I worked with her that's sort of the last comedy that I did but that's 10 years ago is that so, how long ago that was yeah well I was 15 I'm 27 now nearly 28 so 12 yeah. years ago then yeah um it would have been what yeah it would have been around similar time as this this is England then oh no maybe that's a bit longer now a couple of years after I think yeah yeah but me and Georgia are born on exactly the same day are you yeah 11th February 92. Uh, There's a nugget of information. Just go <laughs> back to the uh, the theatre things. What's the best show you've seen at the theatre? Um, People, Places and Things with Denise Goff. Good. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Absolutely unbelievable. I loved it. Really? Why? Yeah. What was the well, message? I did a film called Colette with Denise Goff, and we got stranded at an airport together on the way home and we're filming in Hungary and um I just got chatting to her and she was one of those people that I found so inspiring in the two hours that I was just sat chatting to her in the airport she said that she was going over to do the run of this show people places and things that I'd missed when it was in London so I'm going to do the the transfer in New York um in Brooklyn and I just booked tickets that day Nice. And I, I went to New York to Bloomin' Well See It. That's how inspiring you went I went to New York. Yeah, I went for a weekend with my brother and we had such a laugh. And oh my God, it was brilliant. It's It was one of the best decisions ever. Because so much of, I think, acting is that is inspiration from other people mm. and finding that, that heartbeat that makes you want to keep going. Because it's so cutthroat and it's so tri- difficult and tricky. But to actually find someone that you think is brilliant, that you would travel all that way it's a bit of a way in it yeah yeah it took charlotte a lot to get to new york (laughs) really charlotte so much like i reckon after after six months of being together she was like i love new york we should go and i'm like oh yeah and then it it took her 11 years and we went last year and you know what i loved it yeah to see a show because like what you've just said like it's so expensive we went to see i think we went to see how much the tickets for frozen I think it was frozen we might have which Charlotte wanted to see something like that um and it, yeah I think it was like 120 dollars a ticket yeah. for a Tuesday afternoon yeah it's yeah like, but it's you know it's just it's crap because it just means that so many so many kids won't get into it and then it, if it's something that they never do they never will mm. you know yeah they'll never do it when they're older something that gets phased out they need to sort it out they need to make it more accessible because it's it's just becoming elitist and and you know, it's a real shame because it's a great art form that people just aren't seeing enough of because they can't afford to go. And that's, that's ridiculous. Everyone should be able to go and see mm-hmm. plays in the West End and across across wherever they are. You know, just because it's in, in London, in town, it doesn't mean you add a naught to the price tag. It's just mad. Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we're right about the time that we'll, uh, we'll wrap, wrap yeah. up. And we've had a... Great little chat. Really, really boring chatting to you both. So, it's been really shit. Delete my number. I'm glad I didn't record this one then. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I'm glad I didn't record this one then. It's just been a nice chat. Getting lonely in isolation. Uh, How are you coping with it? Just quickly before we stop, how are you coping with um, the isolation? What's, What's your day to day routine? You know, 
know what? It's actually been fine. So I'm um with my boyfriend's family in Cobb, and it's lush. I was with my mum. The best family. This wasn't going to happen. The best family. They are the best family. So we're just we're just having a real laugh. You know, we're just sitting out in the garden and just you know doing a lot of drinking. Nice. It's pretty nice. But yeah, it's just um. I had the work panic, I had the work angst the other day that sort of started creeping in, just a bit of like, oh God, what are we doing? Like, when's the next thing going to be? And, you know, people are now saying September, things won't get started until. But I had a message from my owner, Tomo, just saying that um, that she's absolutely no idea what they're going to do. They're going to, like, try and cut some of it together and see what they need. But she's, she just says it's in the lap of the gods, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's bizarre. So for people who are listening, me and Elle, we was in, it was an eight-month job. We finished it, it was three weeks early we finished, obviously, because of the current situation. And it's like, I kind of left us in a position where we was just like, what's going to happen? What are we going to do with it? Ten episodes, and we only managed to shoot like eight and a half. So nine yeah. episodes. So. We don't have a finale or anything. So now they sort of have to edit it together, or do they go back and do reshoots? Can they afford to? Because if nothing's going until mm-hmm. September, you know, it's mad. I want to know what happens as well when things like, you know, the soaps that have been on that haven't ever had a break since they started this. Yeah. What happens when they run out? And well, they've started to be less out now. Yeah, there was, they've gone from five a week to two a week now. Yeah. Oh, so they've half sometimes. What I want to know is, like, are they going to make reference to it when it does come back? I was thinking this. Are they going to do, like, a, a, a something in Coro and EastEnders about what's going on? And then, as well, me and my, miss- my missus said this last night, and I felt it a couple of weeks ago. Have you guys started watching stuff yet? Like stuff on Netflix and stuff like that? And you'll see people hugging, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Ooh, yeah, on yeah, the next, I was doing it last night. Yeah. That's like really? Yeah. That hasn't with me at all, God. Yeah, I was watching The Nest last night, even though I know that it was filmed six months ago. I was watching The Nest last night, and I'm like... Oh god, they're close, aren't they? Or like they're passing something. It's like in my head, I'm like, well, that needs wiping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird how it's creeping in. That's what's going on. The other day, you seen Contagion? No, watch it. Not while this is going on. It's a really good film, but it really makes you feel like everything. It's all about touching things and passing things, and it's so. It was made something like ten years ago, but it's so weirdly linked to the situation that's going on now. It's so weird. Well, it's just like a well world pandemic, isn't it? And it's like, yeah. but like Elle said, it's a good, like almost a good like learning curve because you watch it and you're like, you're learning about how these diseases are passed and things like that. So yeah. Yeah. we should a great cast, by the way. Isn't everyone's in it, aren't they? Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Kate Winslet, yeah. um, Gwyneth Paltrow. I think Gwyneth Paltrow put a picture up on Instagram. Huh? Gwyneth Paltrow put a picture up on Instagram a couple of about a month or so ago. She was on a plane and she had a face mask on and she literally put, I've already been in this movie, thanks, like not taking any chances. And it was referenced to that, like, she's like, I've lived this. Wow. <laughs> yeah. we, we could sit and talk about this all day, so maybe we should just do part yeah. two soon. But, um, yeah, thanks for coming on, Elle. It's been yeah, nice. thank no, you. you mate. for having us, lads. It's been great. But, yeah, I'll see you both soon, I hope. Let's go Potwell. Yeah, let's go Potwell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll right, take care, mate. Thanks. Lots of love. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, Bye. loads of love, guys. See you later.
still annoyed. You're still annoyed. I'm still annoyed. <laughs> I, had to, I, had to, I had to stop. I had to go straight into the chat because Tomo, he's, he's punched a hole in his wall. He's kicked yeah. off the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte's um, moved out. Charlotte's gone. Charlotte's gone back to her mum's. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed that. Really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a nice chat, and again for me, not really, not really knowing uh, Eleanor as as well as you, um, it was nice to kind of meet her uh, properly ish uh, yeah. virtual. Yeah, we had that good night out in Manchester, though, didn't we? That was good fun. Yeah, we did Pop World, which um, in the chat as just then we've we've, we've said we'll uh, we'll 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 recreate, and that once once uh, civilization gets back to mm. normal, um, hopefully Pop World will be open and and, and beckoning us in. Yeah, maybe we should do Eleanor Tomlinson part two recorded at Pop World. Yeah, just shouting really loudly. Yeah, yeah. So what do you not like about in here? It's <laughs> 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 the sticky floors. <laughs> um, yeah, brilliant. Again, little podcast. Episode four, man. We're a month in. Um, yeah. Which is crazy. We've got some great guests coming up. Still, still got some. Yeah, we really have. Like, we've been so blessed that people like Eleanor, Martin, Vicky, and, and you know, and, and everyone else that we, we've had on, it we've, we've been so like, and we're so grateful as well for the time that people have given us during this time. Um, I mean, for me personally, when people ask me to do things like podcasts and things, I'm sort of like jumping at the opportunity at the minute because it's my way of keeping creative and keeping busy. Um, but I get that sometimes it's that's not people's the way people want to do it. People might want to switch off. Um, so yeah, if any if any of the, the uh, previous guests are listening, not just for this series, for the previous series as well, um, then thank you for taking the time because we do appreciate it. But um, yeah, they're just for me. Again, I know I think we said it in episode two with Martin. Every time we record an episode. I, I always say it because whenever we whenever we end the call or we walk away from our guest, we always have a chat, me and Andy, and we always say, I think that was our best one yet. I think that was, and we say it every time. Um, and so so but you know again, this this was this was brilliant. Although the subject was absolute tosh. <laughs> and I think um, it's bullshit. Uh, yeah yeah. Uh, again we we say don't we? We don't always have to agree with our guests, and I think this is one where we don't agree. Well, you sort of said that you do agree. I, I mean, I, I get where I get a point. I don't agree that Nando's is overrated, though. I do enjoy Nando's. I think it's a, it's a nice uh, it's a nice restaurant. There is things what yeah. Eleanor said, where she says, "I don't like when you walk in and they say." And you said it actually. You went, yeah. "I've been to Nando's before. Of course, I've been to fucking Nando's before. Don't ask stupid questions." First of all, secondly. Why they sit you down so then you have to go up and order is like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's like a, it's a restaurant. I thought that they would have taken your order. And then that way it makes it easier to, to tip the, if you want to leave a tip and things like that, because yeah. it can be a bit of a nightmare going up and ordering. I guess the sort of, the waiters and stuff may be potentially, well, potentially missing out on tips. Exactly. Because exactly. if I have a good meal, I like to tip. Same, same. And as I always have a good meal in Nando's. So Yeah, you want to tip. You know and you've already yeah, that's true. You pay for it. Bring the bill to the table and you'll get more tips, Nando's. Exactly. I, I mean, I'll only take a black card for suggesting that. That's fine. <laughs> that's all I want. Just black I card. don't think we're going to get one now after this. Um, well, I think I will because I defend it. So. <laughs> sword. Yeah. Got me sword and that, yeah. I think uh, Eleanor, um, me and Eleanor, we, we were saying, I said, uh, it will be my life. I mean, I can, 
you know, I've, I've, I've had awards. I've accepted Biffers and Empire Awards and, and blah, blah, blah. I don't know if you know, but... Uh, I don't know if you know. Kind um, of a... I'd go show you one, but my dad won't give me them back. I won them when I was a kid and I'm not allowed them. Uh, but I, I mean, I could win a BAFTA or I could win, win an Oscar. But I think I'd be proud of a black card. I think, I think genuinely I would be more like, oh my God, I've got a black card than I would if I won a BAFTA, I think. A BAFTA don't get you no free meals, does it? No, you get a meal on... Oh, you don't even get a meal at the BAFTAs, so... I mean... Up you get. It's bullshit. Do you know what I mean? I agree with Martin. <laughs> I, I um, agree with Martin. So, we've not discussed this, um, but what do you think... Um, I think I think the people who stay on the podcast to, like, this time now, you know, we're a good hour or so in, maybe mm-hmm. even more, actually, deserve a treat. Should we, should, we, should we tell them who next week's guest is? We've not discussed it, but I reckon... Because this is you telling me, then, is it? Do you reckon next week's guest, we should we should do the Big Daddy? Should we do Shea Meadows? Should we do Shea Meadows next week? Yeah, why not? So if you've listened this long into the podcast, that's your treat. You get to know who, who, who next week's guest is. Yeah. Um, that's, gonna, that's a phenomenal one. And again, we come off the end of that saying it was our best one. And I genuinely think that might have been, you know, good you know, love to everyone, but, like... It's a nice one. It's a nice one. It was one. nice for us to be in control of Shane. Yeah, yeah. It was nice for it was nice for Shane to be on our show. Yeah, <laughs> switching it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no, that's exciting. That is really exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so that's next week, guys. Um, again, thanks for staying on this long. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, that shit thing that YouTubers say: like, subscribe, share, whatever. Yeah the bell i don't know what it is uh if you are listening on uh, just the audio format thank you very much and um, i know i prefer listening to podcasts that way uh, so thanks for still doing that and thanks for putting up with not yeah. being able to see things like my glasses um and, it, and, and and do make sure that you are um rating us and stuff as well because yeah all that sort of thing even putting things on your instagram story and tagging us and you know, we'll always put it on our stories and stuff just to try and get the uh, get the word out there more. Because things like that really does help. Because if you've if you've got two hundred followers or three hundred followers on Instagram and they're seeing your stories, that's another three hundred people that might listen to the podcast. And again, we go back to anything that we are going to be making a profit wise, we are going to be donating to local charities, the NHS and the food banks and things like that. So, you know, the the more people you tell, you know, it, the more listeners we get. That that means hopefully we'll get more more income from it that we can just donate to straight away. So yeah, just keep telling your friends and and thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Um, share medals next week. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, yeah. 